I'm not lucky, I'm blessed. Yes, clap for the heavyweight champ. Me, but I couldn't do it all alone. We What is going on guys? Welcome back to the I'm not lucky, I'm blessed podcast. Cheers. Hey guys, so before we start today's episode, I would love to introduce you guys to our wonderful sponsors, the Vane and Associate. They're a luxurious concierge company located in Boston, Massachusetts. So if you live in the city and you're looking for a concierge company for your apartment, then go pay them a visit at devaneandassociates.com. I repeat, devaneandassociates.com. They are the best in the game, and they got you any day, anytime, anywhere. What is going on, guys? Welcome back to the I'm Not Lucky, I'm Blessed podcast. Chi. And as usual, I'm your host, Lucky the Most. And today I have an amazing friend. I call her Mary. Brooke, she's been on the show once. This is our second time. The last time she came, we had a great time. Now she's back again, and we're here to talk about something different. But before we start, hey, happy Mother's Day to all the mothers out there. You guys are the best. You guys are the reason why we're here today, okay? I mean, like, literally, this podcast is mostly for women and mothers, you know, so it all just makes sense. Hey, um, if this is your first time listening to the podcast, also, please feel free to rate share and you know comment you know whatever you if you want to be part of this let me know i can 100 percent bring you in so with that said brooke how you doing all things considered i'm doing great okay. so i had as you know a long travel day yesterday Yo, shout out to brooke man that you made it you made it here like i have not <laughs> seen anyone that that committed in my life <laughs> let me tell you Sprinting in the airport is the most effective <laughs> form of cardio. cardio. With a backpack and with, with, with a backpack, with a backpack and and uh, Doc Martens. That's what you had on, right? Yeah. I I like when you posted that picture of you on Instagram and you were like, sprinting in the car. <laughs> but we made it. You made it. We man. made it. It's like it's like one of those. You have two choices. Either you 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 miss the flight or you just run and make sure you make it and then rest at the end. It's like one yeah. of those. Don't rest now. Rest at the end. I'll rest when I'm on the plane. <laughs> Some people will rest when they're dead. When they're dead. I will rest when I'm on the plane. Yeah, it's like kind of like, yeah, man, we just have to. Um, it's like me sometimes when I want to catch the bus. And it's like, if I miss this bus, it's going to take me another hour. And all you have to do is just run like crazy to make sure you meet up with the bus. And then after that, you can rest inside and, and say whatever the fuck you want and say, fuck this bus, man. Like, you know, but you just can't stop halfway. You know, 100%. Yeah. So that was definitely the, the, the methodology, methodology and the uh, approach and mindset last night was like, just get, just on, the get plane. on the plane and it made it worse because it was like one in the morning and I was like, I don't want to be doing this, but <laughs> we made it. I'm here and a big shout out to Lucky because he really gave me a pep talk about two hours before on my original flight, um, not my layover. So I really appreciated that. Phone oh, call. yeah, I needed yeah, it yeah. I, I, I didn't even know how, like me too. I was like, you know, just. You know, reach out to her and uh, say something. Texting sometimes is boring, you know, so. But how was the trip overall? Um, well, the purpose of the trip was for a funeral. So Boom. it's it's already having, you know, it's not like the happiest of times to get together with your family. Yeah. But all things considered, it's never a bad time to be with your family at the same time, no yeah. matter the reason. So I'm always grateful to have an opportunity to connect with them, especially since I'm closer to home these days than I have been in previous years. So all in all, it was good. I always love to see my family. You just wish it was for, for better longer, circumstances. Yeah. For better circumstances, yeah. 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 So. Okay. So today we're here to talk about um, some pressing issues 
But before that, uh, this is something out of the topic that we planned. So, you know, how tomorrow's Mother's Day. Or I'm dropping this on Monday, so, you know, Sunday was Mother's Day. Let's, you know, let's appreciate our mothers. Let's all talk about, let's, you know, let's. Let's not just skip that more, more like Mother's Day conversation. Let's go into a little, you know a little bit about you know growing up with your mother. Uh, you share your story. I'll share my story. You get right. Mm. Yeah, a little bit of it. You know how was it like with your mom, and then I'll say how was it like with my mom, and you know wish their mothers happy Mother's Day. You know. Yeah. So I personally find mothers across the animal kingdom to be the most magnificent, magnificent like species of people creations. creations yeah, yeah, they are yeah. just. Like, yeah. across the animal yeah. kingdom, what they do for their kids is amazing. Um, and my mom is no different. So, my mom um, was a young mom. Mm. She was in the military, and she married a man that she met in the military. And that's when she had my older sister. Gotcha. Tatiana, yeah. It's a beautiful name. Yeah. Well, her dad was Russian, so Tatiana's oh, Russian. Oh, yeah. Oh. Um. They didn't work out, um, and then my mom had me with my dad, and unfortunately, um, that didn't work out either, but was all for the best. So she was a single mom of two with my older sister and I um, when she married my stepdad, Brian, who was her high school sweetheart, and really? who she's been married to ever since. Oh, okay. Yeah, which was a really amazing relationship, but my mom got herself through nursing school. Mm. She raised my older sister and I. She mm. ended up having uh, my youngest sister kieran um with my stepdad brian um so it's the three of us and she raised all three of us to be what i would hope to think (laughs) really (laughs) cool women or young women but it's really in her image because we couldn't have done it without the role model that she is so a really amazing mom so huge shout out to my mom because i i well first of all i literally wouldn't be here but i wouldn't be who i am and i'm really proud to come from her and from her lineage oh wow that's good man yeah good. shout out to your mom you know big shout out real MVP. hi mom <clears throat> and you said um the, she um she was a role model what kind of role model was she to you guys so i i think in multiple ways one she always worked incredibly hard but she always mm. worked incredibly honest she always worked with integrity she's a nurse yeah um a really kick-ass nurse at that <laughs> yep. so she takes care of people um, she does it with integrity. She mm. provides care. She yeah. provides so much empathy. She is there for people in their last moments. She's there mm. for them in the patient's hardest times in their lives so or sweet. the family's yeah. times. Yeah. Um, so she taught me how to have empathy and compassion for people and how to work hard while doing it and to be as self-sufficient as possible and not to rely on anyone, not in a bad way, not in a way of like, I don't need anyone, yeah. but if no one is there for me, Boom. I know I can do it. You can do it. Yeah. yeah. I like that. Yeah. That's amazing. Big time. And I think um, I've been fortunate to, I think, branch out a lot in my life, yeah. both in what I've done or where I've been. And I think it's because my family and especially my mom provided me stuff, such a safe environment to always come home to. Gotcha. So I knew I could branch out. Branch out and then still come back home. Yeah. Yeah. And she did something similar in her youth. So again, I knew I could do it. That's nice. Mm-hmm. I like the the fact that you said your mom taught you guys hard work to work hard and also on, with honesty. You get right doing the right thing while you're still working hard. That's my motto for life. Like I I go with this three H: hard work, honesty, and humbleness. You mm-hmm. get right. Mm-hmm. So those those H those are the three H's in my life that I always you know I always have in mind. That even as you're working hard, you want to be honest. You understand, right? Even as you're honest, you want to be humble. Because some people have either one of this or two. like you know some people work hard but. They, they, they're like, I will make make it 
by hook or by crook. You get right? Mm-hmm. By any means necessary, mm-hmm. I want to just make it. But at the end of the day, too, like, you, you could also just say, you know what? I want to make it the sincerest way possible. You get right? I don't want to put my hands in something bad. I don't want to put my hands in something good. I want to do right and also work hard. So that's interesting because I feel like with most people, you mm-hmm. get two of those H's, but not usually all three. Yeah. Exactly what you said. They might work hard and they might be honest, but they maybe aren't. Humble, humble yeah. or they're humble and they're honest, but they don't work, work hard. hard. Yeah. To have all three of two those of is kind of like the holy trifecta. Yeah. Oh, that's the true. fourth H. Yeah. <laughs> the holy trifecta. <laughs> I mean, it's not like I'm perfect, you know, but that's like that's what I strive towards. That's what I work towards, you know, like having those three H's um, together. Yeah, that's that's amazing. Thanks for sharing sharing yeah. the mom with us, you know. What about your mom? Oh, my mom, man, she's um she's everything to me, you know. I mean, like we all say that, but this this woman like means means the world to me you get right she even more than the world to me i don't think without my mom i would be where i am today i would have given up on myself like literally i gave up a long time ago on myself and just like you know what this is what it is right i'm not going anywhere anymore like i just saw that my life ended in front of my eyes and i was like you know what i'll just stay here and not move forward though my mom was smart enough and that she kept putting me in places that led me to where I am today. Mm. So my mom was back home, Nigeria. Um, no money. Mm-hmm. You get like completely broke, and she had. Um, she got my. She had my first. My my eldest brother who's dead. He's dead, and she had him when she was same age like your mom, you know. And she was with my dad for a few years. And my dad left her, and she had to raise myself and my brothers all by herself. And there was no female child, all guys. And the worst part about this, guys, is that all all of them came with their own problem. <laughs> Okay, what do you mean by problem though? Like problem as in like I don't know, they don't put like the toilet seat down or problem as <gasps> in like they're I really aggressive. They, I wish they knew I wish the problem was putting the toilet seat down, my mom would have been happy my <laughs> my mom would have lived a peaceful life. Yeah, right? If that was the problem, that would have been so fun. But when I but when I mean problem, I'm talking about sleepless nights. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm talking about worry, like I'm talking about you might lose your your, your life or death instances. I'm talking about like you had to like she had to sacrifice a lot for us. Mm-hmm. I'll give you an example. Uh, I was a very very notorious child back in back home in Nigeria. You know, I was doing a lot of gangs and all that. Like back home, we called the cultists, and yeah, you ne- you never know that about me. And and I remember. This was something that my mom trained me. Like this is the one thing she told me not to do, and and and, and that was only, that was the only thing I did. You get right? She, she, she protected me from like this is every advice. She, don't do this. Don't do this. Please don't do this. Please don't do this. Please don't do this. And eventually, I did it. And I remember the day she knew that I was, you know, into this group or something and i could see you know how she felt it's like god 
from all the things I told you, this one thing that I didn't want you to do, that's the one thing you did because of how, how bad it was that she knew that this could affect me, you know. But this woman didn't end there. I remember when, you know, the news came out and, okay, it's like, I needed to leave this gang, you know. And we went to my dad because my dad wasn't with my mom. My mom, I just, you know, did everything possible to bring us to where we are. She works hard, humble, amazing heart. She doesn't have, but even with the little that she, she, you know, she's got, she gives out to people too. That's, that's a beautiful thing about my mom. You know, she never holds back. She let everything go. So when we went to my dad, I've never shared this story with anyone. So when we went to my dad and we told my dad, she, she told my dad, look, he's part of a gang and we have to get him out. My dad was like, I don't give a fuck about Rocky, man. <laughs> like, I didn't do this to my own parents. So why? Like, he, he literally told her, like, man, it is life. Whatever he decides to do, man, that's good for him, man. Yeah. That's literally what my dad said. And we left then. And my mom, my mom, like, had sleepless night trying to get me out of it. She paid. She paid. I didn't even, things that I didn't even know she did. She went behind my back and, and met with the the leaders of the gang and like cried and and, and 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 paid money for them to leave me alone money that she didn't even have like i'm telling you that was just me that was just me that was just my own part of the just on my own part of the pie my own slice of the pie that i gave to this woman okay this is just one of one one of those slices that i gave to her then two more brothers and i'm the smallest so imagine what the biggest Mm-hmm. <laughs> you get right and all three of us were stubborn like we 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 got that from my dad we you know we all just kind of like followed the footsteps of my dad he was he was a very stubborn guy and you know so we all put my mom into something like that like to a point where like this woman gave everything she had for us that's why to like to date i tell people i don't i, I don't joke with my mom yeah I don't like I have seen this woman do things that you know even me coming to the United States was because of her if it was me or some somebody else it wouldn't have happened so like I I would love to just not do anything but I know someone that someone has sacrificed so much she has given up every form of pleasure in our life for us to get to where we are today you get me right she um t- money that she would have spent to you know buy clothes for herself she has the money she want to buy clothes and the next thing is like, oh we got to pay school fees my dad would dad never paid the fees she looked at it she said okay this is the money i have this is this is supposed to be something i was supposed to eat for this but take it put it in your school go boom i like you know instances like that like you know sacrifice upon sacrifice upon sacrifice upon sacrifice for you know for us to get here so i really i don't know about others but my mom means it's it's a depth that I that I feel like indebtedness is not it's something I just have to do for this woman. You get right? Like that from a certain point in her life she has to just stop like she has to enjoy the the seed, you know, what she has worked so hard for. You get right? Yeah, so Yeah. It's interesting to hear you say that and moms and dads I think both do this, but I think it's a different type of experience for moms but moms do sacrifice so much so much just to bring the child into the world to sacrifice (laughs) really your body like that and potentially your life in so many instances and then continuously you're sacrificing your own well-being your 
nights of sleep, your food, food your yeah. and your your well being, any all of any and all of that. Moms really do sacrifice the most, and they are, gosh, truly the most amazing. Truly creatures. the most amazing creatures. Yeah, yeah I know, I know, and um, so. That's the that's just a little story of my mom, but yeah, it's 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 a very what a woman, what a woman! Like yeah. she's the strongest woman I know in this world. Like I was talking to her this morning the other day, and she was telling me how, how my my stepdad was telling her that wow, I've never seen a woman like you that would sacrifice so much for our children. Wow. Yeah. I feel like your mom and my mom would get along. Not that I was ever in a gang or anything like that, but <laughs> they could probably talk a lot of shit about the stuff, stuff that we've done and, and the amazing things that they've done for both of us and the opportunities and molding into who we are. Today. Yeah, man. Like this, just you know, like the, like you say, the the Croatia, you know, the mom, the woman is just an amazing, you know, part of our life that you know we all should respect, and that's why. This Mother's Day is special to me, you know. It's like the day that we, you know, we just have to, you know, pay respect to these amazing women in our lives. Exactly. And speaking of, speaking of that, so this is this kind of like, you know, gonna move to our next segment, you know, talking about the right to privacy. You get right, right to life, right to to liberty. Like for those of you. We're not aware the Supreme Court, you know, is coming up with a new. They're trying to amend the. Uh, Roe v. Wade. Ro- yeah, Roe Wade um, stuff, and you know, the last time they ruled for it, and now I think they were trying to rule against it that states can, states should decide, what the woman wants to do with a pregnancy. If I'm not wrong, I don't know if you wanna. Add yeah, to that. so you you covered most of it in simple terms. Um, They are looking to overturn Roe v. Wade. Not that um, abortion would then be outlawed across the land, but then it would be up to individual states and legislators to determine the legality of um, that procedure. So um, I think right now 26 states we know would almost immediately ban abortions and the rest probably not. And it raises a question for hundreds of millions of women and families out there about what they're going to do if they find themselves in situations yeah in an unwanted pregnancy pregnancy and, and it's funny because they didn't even care about they didn't include rape and stuff like that into it too it's like rape incest yep. ectopic pres- pre- uh, pregnancies um abortion truly as a life-saving measure measure for the mother who is going to die if they have to bring this child, child to term yeah, yeah none yeah. of that like imagine someone was who's just ex- extremely young and got raped and you know gets pregnant now you're saying that she she should still have the baby while you know we could just abort it and just you know let her move on with life i think i think it's just something that they're not considering um the person involved in it you get right it's more like guys just sitting there and deciding without being in the shoes of a woman to, you know, know what it takes to be a woman that is pregnant. I wish the roles can turn around to get right. Like girls, guys get to, you know, be pregnant for a little bit and know how it feels like, you know, and how much it weighs a woman. I mean, babies are a good thing. You get, ch- mm. you know, children are a good thing. We love it, but everything is all about like the right timing. For sure. Sometimes you might not be at the right time to have a child. You get right. For sometimes sure. Sometimes you know we all we, sometimes we just have sex without protection, you know, and 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 then it leads to that. So like I think I think the I think it should be something that the woman you know gets to decide and say, hey, 
this is what I want to do with, you know, my body and what's inside me. Unless it's like completely, I think, I think they, you know, maybe like the third trimester or something where it's like, okay, if you do this, you know, you might die or something. I mean, like, I feel like that's the point where you try to, even at that too, you're not just completely taking the right away from her. You want to let her know that, okay, this is very risky. Like, even back home in Nigeria, we do it too. You you, you get right. When the lady wants to have an abortion and it's completely like, the doctor tells you, okay, this is, this, this, this these are your chances. Do you want to take it? Mm-hmm. And if you say yes, you sign, you do it. Boom. You get yeah. right. And, and then if you do it and then it goes the other way, the doctor is not to be blamed because he told you what you're going in for and then what you're doing. But this woman sometimes it's like, I really want to, you know, I don't want to do this because I know what's ahead of me and I'm not ready for it. You get right. So, mm-hmm. yeah. You hit on something that is so crucial to this conversation and it's the empowerment of the pregnant person. Yeah. And when I think about what empowerment means, I think it means the availability of choice to the person in question and to remove this procedure as an option for people takes away so much empowerment for that person person, so for millions of women and in some cases queer people as well who might still able who might still be able to get pregnant it takes away their bodily autonomy and their empowerment to make this choice not only over their financial situation, but over their their actual life, life. their well-being. And when we get to trimester pregnancies, more often than not, the vast majority, people wanted those babies. You wouldn't bring that baby to that level of term if you didn't want that baby. If you didn't want that baby, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. so it's truly probably a a life-saving measure for the mother. Yeah, yeah. And in instances perhaps where there is a pregnant woman and she's in the middle of a delivery, if something goes wrong, and they know that they can only save the mother or the child. Yeah. They will save the mother every single time. Every single time, yeah. yeah. Every single time. Every single time, yeah. Because that is, you're comparing an actual person to a what if. A what if, yeah. yeah. And yeah. I, I think that's such a important piece to all of this is the empowerment of the person in question. Yeah. And who's making the decisions, not the people who would ever the be in that situation. Be, uh, yeah. Oh, My goodness. yeah. So that's the painful part. You get it, right? Yeah. That you guys are just making this out of, out of just common sense or something. You get like, you guys are not in this position to make. You know, you you've never been through this, and and and, and I see where women are coming from. Why they are mad is like, do you guys even? Did you guys get to sit with us to have this conversation? Like, did you? Can you see we're humans too? Like, you get it, right? Did you did you get to sit with us and and like? Let us hear our story, you know, and hear what we go through. Then just stay there and just completely saying, boom. And I think this one, this the the new clauses, so they they they're trying to say after like the first, you know, before it was like you you know you had the the first tri- trimester, the second one, and then the third one. That's when it's kind of like skeptical. But I think now it's more like from even from the first one also, you don't you you don't have that right to no right at no all no right at all to. So I bought a child, which is, um, I don't know, man, but yeah, it's, it's kind of what we live in. I was um, reading this book, um, about this lady, PepsiCo from my CEO, Indra, and how, how much like, you know, as a woman, you, you realize that you are still, you're still behind on so many things. You get it, right? Like, like in, in this world, modern day that we live in, that there's still... 
acting this way, not involving a woman in the decision process of how to how to use our body or something. You get right that these laws are still being made without she being involved in it. I think is the it's like the most level of disrespect that you can give to someone. Absolutely. It's like my house. It's like a, it's like telling a guy, don't use your dick, okay? But once you, <laughs> I'm gonna call this funny. It's like saying to a guy, you know what's funny? Guys still have sex when a woman is pregnant. <laughs> a man can make infinite <laughs> women pregnant in a year. <laughs> At most, we got one. At most. So it's like saying, a guy, okay, at this point in your life, you're going to stop using your dick, okay? And it's law. It doesn't matter what you do, you're not going to use it. I don't think any guy would like that. You get it, right? No. Yeah. Absolutely not. Oh, my gosh. And I think, um, well, I mean, even from my own experience, so I have had an abortion. I'm yeah. 26 now. I was still in university when I had mine. Yeah. I was single. The the father was never ever ever going to be involved yeah um yes i did know who it was, it was. <laughs> and i paid for it myself my best friend drove me there and drove me home and i will share that before i was pregnant i wasn't totally sure where i stood on abortion yeah. i believed it should be available for people who know for sure that they want to have one yeah, but i always thought like i don't know what i would do if i got pregnant and the moment i found out with instant clarity, I knew what I needed to do. Gotcha. And I don't regret it whatsoever, one bit. And it's not. It's also not some deep, dark secret that I carry with me. Yeah. I've told my family. I tell my friends. I tell people who you know I meet in random circumstances because I think it's something that should be normalized. It's not something that scars you. Yeah. Um, I'm sure for some people it is yeah. for their own reasons yeah. or for their own experiences, but... It's, it's not something that has scarred me. And I am so thankful I had the option yeah, to, because to of the it. things it's allowed me to do. Yeah. And it's it's wouldn't have put that child in the extreme economic hardship it would have found itself in. Mm. And also myself and also my family. Yeah. And so it's, it's not just about... And society too. And society as yeah. well. Yeah. So when Roe was passed, about 15 to 20 years later, there were historic low crime rates in the United States. Yeah. And everyone was trying to figure out why are the crime rates crime rates so low so we can keep them so that way, keep right? Them that yeah. Way. yeah, yeah. And they were like, "Oh, it's because the economy is doing this, or it's about interest rates, blah blah blah." Um, and economists actually came out and said it actually might be because about 15 to 20 years ago, Roe passed and made safe abortions legal, yeah. and kids who would have been born, born into terrible economic uh, circumstances Mary. weren't alive to commit crime. Mary. Trust me. <laughs> it's like a... No, for real. Like, I was... I spoke to one... Uh, back then, the conversation I had with a lady, uh, a friend of mine, she's she she's a mom, and I used to, like, see her as my mom back in the United States. And then when I told her about kids, she's like, you're, you're a kid. How do you want to have a kid? Oh, my God. How, yeah. How, how can a child take care oh of a child? Oh, my God, yeah. Do you know how, how many children are born into like into by a child that hasn't been grown like you know that don't even know what life is and they're not having a child and now imagine that child it's it's a circle that keeps keeps repeating itself a vicious circle that that's never gonna end one hundred percent yeah so I think I again and if if a child is finding out that they're going to have a child, child. and they decide you know I want to do this yeah. this is what I believe in 
do it, you know, but just be aware of what you're going to be doing to that child's life. Yeah. Yeah. So I, we need to start thinking beyond a forced birth. We need to start thinking beyond, you know, just bringing a child into the world. We need to think about what happens after that. So if you, if you really are pro forced birth and you think that forced motherhood should be the thing, Okay, well, then we need to have a vastly more robust healthcare program, program for mothers. We need to have a better lactation program. We need to make it more readily available. We need to make sure that our maternity death rates are way lower than they are right now for every demographic of pregnant person, for, for white women, for queer people, for black mothers, for everyone, because it's so high right now. So I think that's something that needs to be brought up in this conversation as well, is if this is what you think should be unanimously legal or not legal across the u.s okay well then what else are we doing to support that instead of just saying sorry that's sorry yeah yeah and then there's no solution to it yeah and also child care too do you know how expensive it is oh my god do you know how expensive it is extortionate like for real (laughs) it's crazy like not everyone is lucky enough to have someone to take care of that most of most women once they have child their life pause yeah because they have to take care of the child till he grows up. Because child care is expensive. You just don't... Um, back to the book I was reading. She When she first had her first child, she's an immigrant. And she had to bring her mom to come here and care for the child. So she can still work and pay bills. You get it, right? Mm-hmm. Not everyone is lucky to have that. Mm-hmm. Especially like as a woman that you're ambitious. You get me, right? You You want to climb the corporate ladder. It's required oh. that it's required that you sacrifice all this time, hours, stay away from your children, like sacrifices that this woman did to get to that point. If she didn't have that support, and she talked about it in a book that childcare is too expensive in this country. Like, they, like there is no, there's nothing trying to help the woman. Like, you know, there is nothing out there that is designed to like, you know, help mothers um succeed in that organizational ladder. It's 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 just like if you're a mother, you just have to stay with your child to your child. Your child grows up, and then you know. And if you if you if you don't have money, tough titties, tough yeah, like yeah, tough life, man, tough life. <laughs> well, even more so to that on careers, um, women who take that pause versus women who never have never, a child yeah. have vastly different average salaries. Mm-hmm. Women who never have a child have significantly higher average salaries than women who have children, have children yeah. and that gets bigger with every child that they have. Yes, adopted or um, biological, by the way. And, um, there was a study, I think I, from memory, I think it was 2015. So it's quite some years ago now, but they did a small study where they compared office, um, perception of a mother in a cubicle with pictures of her children versus a father in a cubicle with pictures of his children. And the mother was seen as distracted. You know, she, she wanted to clock out early so she could go home to her kids. kids yeah. Versus the father was seen as more driven. <laughs> he had a reason to yeah, work. Yeah, yes, yes. So, my God, like, even if even they do if, figure out a way, yeah. we still shame them for it. Yes. It's ridiculous. Isn't that so painful? So unbalanced. So unbalanced. Like, it's it's like this. The difference is, like, 110. Like, one is 100, one is 10 here. Like, that's, that's just how... It is like even like the lady was was saying, you know, it's being a mom is and being a full time mom, full time wife, and then a full time 
she was a CEO. Like, oh my god, she became yeah the full like full timeness of all these three things because you you you're not just to be a woman. You're not just trying to be a mom. You're trying to be a mom. You're trying to be a daughter. You're trying to be a wife, and then you also trying to you're you're also trying to contribute something to the community. You get right economically, and you're trying to work and still trying to so balancing all that while the man just you know on from from the side of the man it's less less stressful than you know a woman trying to do all all these things and you know completely nailing all of them takes a lot of sacrifice and the least that we can do is you know not put more burden on her by saying now you are forced to be a mother you get yeah. it right yeah it's, it's like it's even like i didn't even choose this yeah <laughs> you know right yeah. it's, it's even worse if it's something you chose and you're going with it you would love that child you get right yes because you chose it mm-hmm. and you would enjoy the process of it but when you have a child that you're like i didn't want to do you know how many kids that actually go out go about and hurt people because they never felt loved just because of how they came into the world a scary amount a scary amount like even that alone is scary for the child because the mom's like, I wasn't ready for you. And when I had you, so I really can't even show you that love that I wanted to. Like, I'm forced to have you. And and, 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 and if the world was trying to make the world, you know, if, if this boy were trying to make the world a better place, these are all things that they have to consider too. Like that, if you force someone to have something, it's not the same as when someone naturally wants to have something. Mm-hmm. Like I have, in my life, I've had like maybe, I've had a good amount of abortion rate too. With, with people that I've been with, you get right. Like back in Nigeria, I, I let me see, what year was that? Probably like 2012. How old was I? And then I had sex, um, you know, unprotected sex, and the girl got pregnant. And you must have been in your teens. Yeah, you were a child. <laughs> like there was no way we would have uh, kept that. Yeah, you get right. Yeah, and and the beauty of that was. That was something I learned that. So when I when she told me she was pregnant, I was like, "Oh, okay, cool." And <laughs> but it was not cool. But it was not cool. <laughs> but she but she accepted. She was happy because I didn't say it wasn't me. You get it, right? So she like I accepted it. Okay, it's mine. What do we do? And she's like, "Okay, don't worry, I'll take care of it." You get it, right? Mm-hmm. And then she went on and did what she needed to do because she had that power to do it. Mm-hmm. You get it, right? Mm-hmm. But imagine if some a situation where she she, she like she didn't have that power to to take out something like that, you know, it would be so disastrous. So she got rid of it and we still dated. And after that, that was the, that was the last time she got pregnant. And then, um, another time one, one, one even happened to me here too. Like when I was, while, while I was here, you know, one of my girlfriends got pregnant for me and there's no way, like no way we could, it, it was actually a blessing at that moment that we could do that. You get it, right. Yeah. Cause we were thinking, and I think we used Planned Parenthood to, to do the abortion. So, well, like God, thank you. That was such a relief because we didn't even have oh. the full money for even the abortion, like how much it will cost and all that. You get right? Yeah. And then when that came, oh my God, it took so much burden off. Because at that point, I started thinking, oh, you got you, 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 you gonna start working extra hours now, yeah. man. Live <laughs> life for you. Sweat. There's no fun for you right now, yeah. man. You, <laughs> straight up not having a good time. <laughs> You're not gonna be going to the gym again. <laughs> Yeah. Now you're gonna be squatting your baby. <laughs> oh my god, you're gonna be squatting the heavy burden of fatherhood. <laughs> <laughs> and bench pressing that too. That's literally gonna be your workout, you know. So, but just having that um, 
privilege to that oh okay there's there, there's a way out of this and that we we, we didn't have to go through a process of or oh, you know sign and all that it, it, it was just easy just the easy like the easiness of it just you know made it a life-changing then how now how they're trying to make it become more like and Herculean tax before you can decide what to do with your own body you get it right makes no sense yeah so intentionally or not you you mentioned it as a, a privilege to have that access and yeah. i i strongly believe that it's a right it's a health care it's a life-saving measure I, I i truly do feel like that's a right and i think some people get bothered by that saying how can you say that's a right when you're impacting you know a, a potential life or you know it's not something mentioned in the bill of rights blah 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 and there's a really great point making the rounds right now yeah. online saying yeah. okay you know the right to an abortion is not mentioned in the constitution neither is the word woman woman neither is the word woman anywhere in the constitution uh, yeah. we aren't mentioned yeah so we really had to be clawing for everything Every single thing. that is owed to us innately by being born yeah and it's it's such a struggle it's a perpetual struggle but in this I, day and age you get right still still yeah even for my own i mine took place in ohio which is not the most liberal of states so therefore does not have the most access to Planned Parenthood yeah I was going to school in a town called Athens Ohio I had to skip class to drive to Columbus Ohio which was about an hour and a half yeah um to because you had to have two appointments one to like confirm that you're pregnant uh, yep and then and set your abortion procedure yeah yeah. and you had to have a 24-hour wait period at least so I had to go do that drive back you know afford the gas etc on my own and skip class and then I had to do it again and then you actually have to pay for the actual procedure, all of that. And I did not tell my family at the time. Yeah, me too. Um, and I, I want to say from memory, it was about $575 because I didn't have insurance. Um, so I had to pay for that out of pocket. And I actually almost couldn't afford my tuition that semester yeah. because I had to spend all of that on my procedure. So... It's even though I'm so incredibly lucky and so incredibly thankful that I even had access, access and financial yeah. means to do it. Yeah. It still was a struggle yeah. to do it. To do it, yeah. And that's a shame. It's a shame. Imagine not having a child. I think about that sometimes. <laughs> I, I think about that like, oh my, well, my mom at my age had two. Two, yeah. Outrageous. Thanks, mom. But outrageous. <laughs> I mean, it was different then, and and th- then it is now. You get it, right. Yeah, there's a different like a different, cadence to life yeah, then versus now. Yeah, Big I time. mean, I mean, she's she's blessed with you guys. But if she had a choice, she wouldn't have. She probably would have done an abortion too. You yeah, get it, right. Do you want to hear an interesting story? Please tell this me. This is actually a story or um, like a perspective I'd never heard. So, my partner George. Yeah. Um, his mom had his sister. Um, and then she got pregnant again and she had an abortion because it wasn't the right time for their family. They couldn't really afford financially or emotionally well, yeah, to take yeah. care of this child. Yeah. Um, plus I think she was an older mom, so it was very taxing on her body and she was, she knew she couldn't do another one. Yeah. So George is only born because his mom had an abortion because they only wanted no more than two kids. Two, two kids. Oh. So he's only here because his mom had mom, an abortion, mom had abortion for that second pregnancy. For that second, yeah. Absolutely mental. Like, can you imagine? My life partner yeah, would have been here. Your life partner would have been if, 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 yeah. I've never heard that perspective or story before. Me too. This is the first time I'm hearing that, that an abortion led to the my life partner being here, which is which is 
I mean, amazing because he's here for a purpose, and that's you. You get it, right? Imagine all the beautiful moments you guys have had. You know the impact you guys have, you know, made in life and the the wants to come. It ain't that crazy. If and imagine if we did that. You you mentioned that vicious cycle. Imagine if every woman and family had that option. How many cycles you could break? You could break, yeah. And what a better place we'd be in. No, no. Most of the most of even most of the uh, the crime rate that we're seeing here and all that and and you know poverty all comes from from that. Yeah, you know, an, an income that was supposed to be for one now is feeding two. Mm-hmm. Or an income that's supposed to be for one at least is feeding three people, or or or, or even more. So it's annoying because you can go out there and buy a gun. There's no like rule. Oh God, yeah. You, like you don't need all that permission, all that to get a gun. You have to said you you're of age. You can easily go go get a gun. You get right. But, like, why do they have to make something like that so difficult for the women? Yeah. It comes back to that question of who actually has the right to my body. Is it me or is it, or is it a male with a pen? A male with a pen, yeah. And an agenda. I, I don't really have an agenda for myself except for a long, happy life where I enjoy the passage of time. And I feel like a male with an agenda, and in some cases a female with an agenda, with a pen... Has more right to my body than than a male than I do, yeah. yeah, yeah. But like, why, why do they? So, what's the reason behind this whole new um, law regarding abortion? Like, what's the reason behind it? Do you have an idea? Like, what are they trying to prevent? You know, if it's you know, do they have a reason that oh, abortion is doing this or is doing that? That's why we want to do it, or it just because it seems pleasing. You get it right. Yeah, so there's a couple theories as to why. I can only share the one that makes the most sense to me. Gotcha. Um, so originally, when Roe was becoming a controversial topic and when Roe was passed, actually, the conservative party was a large supporter of abortions because of the right to privacy. They strongly believed that you had the right to privacy between you and your doctor, similar to you have a right of privacy between you and your attorney or your yeah, lawyer. Yeah. Um, Eventually, they ran out of um, political leverage to get party votes, so they started shifting to become a more religious entity, and they shifted to turn abortion into one of the controversial topics by which they could get party votes. People would only vote for them, vote for them yeah, because if of, they were yeah, – exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it's been basically 20 years that they've been trying to overturn this and promising this to their – constituents hey vote for us and we're going to get row overturned because remember like knock knock no, we think yeah, that's a bad yeah, thing yeah. even though how many people of that party or of that mindset have had abortions themselves we'll never know we'll never know we will never know we'll never know but we can guess it's a high number yes of course of course <laughs> I, I like i think i think i think you know seven out of ten men or eight out of ten men yeah i'm not abortion and I, I want to emphasize... As long as you're having sex, bro, you've had an abortion. That's the truth. Dude, there's a lot of... Here's, here's another thing. There's a lot of you males out there who have benefited from an abortion who are pretty oh, fucking quiet right now. Oh, yo, for real. You are for pretty real. fucking quiet. For real, for real, man. For real. Like, even my my eldest brother, he, um, the girl he used to date, another one he got married to, but she couldn't hold the baby in. You get what? Right? Yeah, like... Like she, her body? Yeah. So she'll get pregnant, but she she'll be crying every night. Like oh, it's God. so restless for her. Yeah. That they had to abort the child. 
Oh my god. Yeah. That's terrible. Yeah. Like she she wants to, but she can't. I don't know about now if she's she's probably had a baby or something. You get mm-hmm. right. But it was so much painful for her that as a man you wouldn't watch your man go. You like your woman go something like that. Like this is not the normal pain of pregnancy. You yeah. get right. But this is just like debilitating. Yeah. Like she can't do anything without it. The only way she'll be free. If it's they just support the child. Yeah. So they, they had no choice but to support the child and try to stay away from that. So there are instances like that where this is just too much for the for for the lady and, and if you are not there at night sleeping with her, you wouldn't go know what she's going through. It's a different thing if I tell you that I can't sleep because of my pregnancy. You get right. You might think, Oh, it's okay. Like, it's oh, that sucks. Yeah, yeah, it's it's like regular pain that comes with it. But there's everything when I see this happen, you know. At night, that my woman can't sleep and she goes through a lot of all this pain, you know. And most of these guys, like you said, that are just with the pain making these claws and, you know, laws. I've never seen this, you know, or experienced it. They only just, you know, hear stories about it. And it's different when you see something than, w- than when you experience something. I think for a lot of people, you know, a lot of the males with pens, I think that's true for them. But I, I strongly believe that abortion is a class warfare topic not a liberal versus conservative topic Mm. because anyone with money will always 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 have access to an abortion true and that is not true for people under a certain class class, and so i think it's more so they can sign whatever law that they want and any wife girlfriend mistress daughter that gets pregnant they can find something for them no matter what that is safe and or legal elsewhere. Um, so I think, I think that, you know, a lot of people have different reasons why they might vote this kind of legislation into policy. None of them are good. None of them are, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And none of them have a right to tell me what I can do with my body. Yeah. A corpse has more rights than my body. Yeah, a gun yeah. has more rights than I do to my body. Yeah. It's, it's really painful to walk through the world knowing that a lot of people think I, I don't have decision-making rights over my own life. Yeah. That's not empowering. Let's, let, you know, let's hear from you. Like, um, as a woman, you know, how does this make you feel like, you know? Um, when this news came out on Tuesday, I was sitting in my bed mm. and I stared up at the ceiling for about an hour, like no music. My phone was on silent I just really needed to process that, not just through my own lens and experience and what could have been, but for the millions of people who won't have that option Option, and what this means for them and the disenfranchisement and the disempowerment of those millions of women and people who don't have that option for them anymore is it's, it's disgusting. It's infuriating. It's, unbelievable in yeah. some cases yeah. in a lot of cases yeah it truly feels like i'm not seen as a person i'm, I'm seen as a womb Ooh. i'm seen as a portal i'm not seen as a living breathing human. equally you get it right exactly yeah yeah not, just, not being treated equal 100 yeah. percent. yeah absolutely um and to know that it doesn't have to be this way also you know, yeah. actually, um, I was reading something interesting that in every single state in the United States, none of them have a population more than 30 percent who believe that Roe should be overturned. So we can reasonably say uh, yeah. no more than 30 percent of the country wants Roe to be overturned. Wow. So what the fuck are we doing? Yeah. No, no one wants this. 
what are we doing here? It's outrageous. And what's disappointing is you go to protests or you go to rallies to support the right to an abortion. And it's in some cases so beautiful because you see people coming together and fighting for something that they should have. Mm. But you don't see too many men there. You see, I will give credit, you see so much more men there than you used to. But join the fight. Get into it. Recognize the intersectionality for your queer friends, for your women friends, for your colleagues, for yourself too. For yourself too. For yourself too. Like for real. We've all been impacted by it. Like, you know, shout out to abortion. Save my life. (laughs) Big shout out. (laughs) Shout out. For real, man, like, you know, like, you know, if, if everybody keeps quiet about it, like, it's it's sad because imagine if they can do this, what else won't they do? Well, that's the other scary thing. So they could overturn marriage equality. Yeah. They could overturn... Um, Income, payment. They could, they could utilize the argument that they have set forth in the draft that was leaked. Yeah. Could set a very, very, and they probably are hoping sets a very dangerous precedent to overturn a lot of other um, rulings that they've made previously. Mm. So if we think that this is the end, it is quite literally the beginning. The beginning. Yeah. It's like if this goes through, then they'll start slowly bringing up something Absolutely. else and then after that and then after that and after that and then before we know it women are just out here for popping our babies you know yeah so the the disempowerment of women in regards to abortion yeah. is really a slippery slope to the disempowerment of people, people here yeah. whether you are a woman, woman whether you are queer whether you are a male in general if you are of yes. a certain race or ethnic origin or of a certain class in society like it is it is going to be the disempowerment of you Facts. and that is a macro level concern that we should all have about this yeah imagine a world like that it's really fucked up it's really fucked up and really like fucked up. girl we say we're free come yeah, on come now on, i know i know i know i know it's like we fought like you know to be here and now this is this is bullshit you know this is bullshit like for sure and we could have we could have codified roe yeah. We could have prevented this. But no. It's a I think what I, when you ask like how does it feel as a woman? I think it feels really disgusting to feel like my right to my body is used as a political means. Means, yeah, I know. Oh yeah. Yeah, that's even that a deep yeah. That's even deep. Yeah. Like how many guys do we use as something like this, you know? Or how many others? But it's all just yeah. Yeah. And and, and this is also like a a key part in you guys' life. Being a woman, you know? Pregnancy, mm-hmm. pregnancy and all that. It's it's key. Like it's <laughs> it's it's a huge thing in your life and that that's something that okay, maybe control some other things, you know, but not this. This is a very, very pivotal moment in our life that can either make or break you, you get right? Mm-hmm. And this is something that I should feel like I should control, you get right? Mm-hmm. And now uh, that's the only thing that you guys are trying to control for me, which which is the ability to bring and you know bring life is one of the beautiful gifts that God have given to a woman. You get right, mm-hmm. and also the ability not to bring it is also a beautiful gift. So like, I feel like you know it's something so powerful that it's like like I said, it's like saying don't eat. Mm-hmm. You get right. 
It's like telling someone, okay, we're gonna bring a rule for when you guys are supposed to eat and when you guys are not supposed to eat. I was like, as a human being, you get it, right? I love that this is your example because I think we all know how much you absolutely oh. adore food. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow! But yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. Yeah. In in a, in a way, it really is connected to your right to eat. Can you afford a child? Can you in afford, afford to feed yourself? Feed yourself, yeah. Some people can't. And, and, and imagine if um if the United States comes up with a rule like this, and if if it works here, imagine back home, because everyone looks up to the, to 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 the United States. If it works here now, bad government back there would want to implement the same strategy back home too, where that makes abortion illegal mm. and imagine if people here are struggling with that how much more people back home will struggle mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you get right because the poverty level is on there is high here is a little low you get right so even if it's diff- even here it's, if it's difficult for women to take care of their you know for families to take care of themselves how much more back home that when they now have this law that you can have an abortion once you have a child you, you, you you're keeping that child mm-hmm. you know it's it's gonna be a crazy like really really gonna be crazy there's gonna be the 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 poverty rate is gonna increase crime rate boom all time high years from now and sad if we think the wealth gap right now is astronomical it's only going to increase because it's going to further divide people who can afford to have bodily autonomy autonomy and therefore like economic choice versus people who don't so that's really only going to get bigger to your point yeah, and then there's the right of autonomy too, right? Where, you know, it's still the privacy right where you know you can decide what you want to do with your, with your body, and that should have no limitation. If you had a cavity, yeah, and you decided, I like this cavity. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna keep this. Yeah, I'm gonna keep this. Okay, good on ya. you. Like <laughs> you keep that cavity, give it a Boy, name. Give like it a name. you do your thing. And if you want to have your cavity filled or if you need to and want to have your tooth pulled, pulled no yeah. one's going to tell you otherwise. otherwise yeah. And that's that's honestly how I view this. Like it's that is your choice. If it if it this cavity is causing you pain, yeah. okay, have it have it pulled. That is an option for you always at all times. That is an option for you and a readily available one at that one you can afford and one that is not hard to book an appointment book an for. Appointment for yeah. So it's 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 all of those things put together and what's interesting is with this conversation coming back up right now after the supreme court leak so many mothers have said i firmly believe in abortion and i think a lot of people didn't expect that but it makes so much sense because we talk about how amazing mothers are because they have to be yeah and so they know what it takes takes, they know the physical duress they know the emotional duress. Yeah. They know all of that. Yeah. And they, they wanted that child. Yeah. So I think they get it when they say, oh, my God, like if, if I didn't want this, imagine. Imagine, yeah. And I think something I was reading the other day, the number one demographic of abortion seekers are mothers who can't wow. afford another one. Yeah. It's the, the number one demographic is not like the single person who's 22 and I don't know – gets drunk every weekend and is using abortion as a means of birth control. That's yeah. not the, the number one demographic. It's mothers. Wow. And I think that's really striking. And it's sad to see these young girls out on the street. Just um, Sometimes I see young girls, wow, you're a mom. How old are you? Yeah. Okay, right? And they can't even take care of their child. Sometimes they go throw away this baby and, you know, leave him outside or something. Like, you know, 
leave for the government to take care of. You know, that's not what I want for my child. Mm-hmm. Even if the government takes care of it as a mother, you still feel bad. Yeah. And sometimes some women don't want to feel bad, so they, they so they carry that burden with them. You know, and I'll turn you no matter what. And you know, some never make it. Some do. You get right. It's like few percent, like a few percentage that makes it. Yeah. Even like the the example you gave about like you know mothers, you know, speaking of abortion, like imagine if my mom, my mom had five kids or more, she lost, she lost, she had six kids, three of them died. You know why? Why? There was no money to take care of those kids. No. Yeah. So she is the embodiment of not having economic... Economic means to take care of children. Wow. So can I ask, does your does your mom believe in abortion? That's a good question. Because I have never had her say anything bad about abortion. But I'm going to ask her that question. Because she had five kids. My eldest brother is not my eldest brother. There, was two more, there were two more people before him. But times were so hard that... Sometimes women die during pregnancy. Oh, God, yeah. You get it, right? Like, usually, like, places where there's no equipment, there's no resource or uh, resources, there's no, you know, the the medical world is not that great. You get it, right? Women give birth raw, and in the process, some of them die. These young girls, young, literally, young girls, like, can't can have it. But either they don't know about abortion, or it, it's not been taught in schools you get right i feel like it should be something that even should be taught in schools like you get like literally this is our abortion is it's an option it, for it, you. It's, yeah. a, it's an option for you like if you get in a situation that you know some people are scared of it yeah like when i was a kid like we used to be scared of the abortion or who you, you might die if you do it you get <laughs> right yeah i swear to god that's the mindset we had when i was a kid that if you do an abortion you would die like there's no way and if you do it, you're a bad person where did that come from that thought it's just for us it's lack of the right tools to make this happen yeah so in the process people die doing it wow that's really striking you get it right yeah because there's there's so much that could go into that into that yeah. that you have this type of abortion or you have a pill abortion you know sometimes you can do local uh, anesthesia or you you could drink something exactly or hey here's potential complications that might come with abortion you know potential future infertility etc etc that education is vital it is it's like because i know a lot of people that having that abortion could have saved their life man like you know just having that right information and um it should be welcomed and talked about like how other things are like as a woman you know sex education and abortion there, there should be somewhere on the sex education that talks about abortion and the pros and cons of it you get it right so women get to get to know there was this um netflix special that i saw on um about this guy that takes pictures for the New York Times, so many of them, but this specific guy, and he did a coverage. He he um he he did something about back in Africa, in I think in, in Congo or so, where the women were being raped. Fuck. Yeah, and they all had kids. You know what's interesting? Um, my really good friend Nina, um, she studied the very light topic of genocide studies. Yeah. She got a master's in it, I believe. 
she had to do um, uh, a dissertation, and she focused on reproductive health and how it played into genocides. Yeah. And she specifically studied the classic example of um, Nazi Germany against the uh, Jews and how controlling um, the reproductive health of Nazi German women and Jewish women perpetuated that cycle um, because they were really pumping out, you know, classic German Aryan babies and they were killing Jewish kids as a means of eradication. So even just on that level, yeah. or what you're talking about, war crimes, um, present in what you were describing, or present in what's going on right now, probably in Ukraine as we speak. Yeah. Um, it's it's, I I hadn't even I've never thought of it from that perspective of a war crime as well. So not only do you have to bring this child into the world, but it's a fucking rape war crime baby. Rape war crime baby. Jesus Christ. You look at that child. Do you love that child? What the memories? It brings of it is just something that is not pleasing, you know. And, no. And and, and and someone that was supposed to marry you now because they've seen that child might not even be with you. You you would think even in the Bible, okay, when Jesus was born, you know how Mary was supposed to get married to Joseph, and then when Joseph realized that Mary was pregnant, he was like, "I can't marry you because you already have a child." Does the, the, that make sense, right? It's a conviction to say. Hey, this is a special child, okay? This is not an ordinary child. So imagine yeah. how many men oh, yeah. work with that mindset that if a woman already has a child, I can't be with her. Mm-hmm. You get it, right? Yeah. So, so and that woman had that child out of accident. Yeah. I was. Well, ripped. wasn't it a, a, a miraculous conception? Yeah. It. it, 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 it she was. didn't even do anything wrong. She dog. didn't do anything wrong, dog. <laughs> but he's, in, he's like, I'm out, man. I, 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 I am not having you as my wife. You better go. <laughs> You better go take care of that child. Oh, for fuck's sake. Men have been fucking up since the beginning of time. <laughs> so, like, literally, that's... Uh, that, so, so you know, ha- ha- having that abortion to write is, is like, um, some way that women used to, you know, um, I don't know, cancel a mistake that should have, you know, could have been made in the future, you know, like, just, you know, like, these ladies that, like, in Congo, all of them got pregnant, and... And gave birth, and if you look at them, they look sorrowful, man. Kids, kids, yeah. and and it's like I shouldn't have been here. I should I should be in school right now. I should be doing something else with my life. But now I'm just I have to babysit. I have to take care of this child till whenever the child goes, and then my life continues again. So it's really, 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 really sad. And imagine being that child as well. Imagine being that child as well. That is something I don't know. If I want to hear that story, yeah, that, that I was the child that came out of being. Ripped. Yeah. yeah. I don't know what you do with that information, to be honest with you. Yeah. I don't know how that would impact you. Impact you, yeah. As a child. Yeah. As a child. At any point in your At life. At any point yeah. in your life, yeah. Oh, my God. How, it's like, hey, bro. So tell me, how did you come into this life? I mean, uh, yeah. I was ripped. Everyone's <laughs> like, oh, so tell me about your parents. Tell me about your parents. Okay, well, oh, my mom my didn't mom, love, li- my... love me. Yeah. Yeah. On... My dad's a war criminal. Yep. It takes a good parent to not tell that child that story you get it right and tell them a different story but you can still hide it from the world you understand right some way somehow that child is gonna hear that hey you imagine playing with his pairs and you know they say hey you were actually you know you were not planned just you're an accident <laughs> well um that's what was being reported coming out of um china for a couple years now is the um forced hysterectomies of uyghur women 
in Chinese concentration camps going back to reproductive health as yeah. a means of genocide and control. I mean, we, that's it's ever-present going on right now. And, God, it's, it's a little bit on the opposite end of what you might typically think about with an abortion argument. But either way, you are forcing someone and removing an option available to that person. person yeah. I think that's that's really the crux of this whole thing yeah. is you are taking, taking away, away a person's right, right to yeah. choose. Choose, yeah. And you yeah. can choose to have. That is, again, your right. Yeah. And take it if that's what you believe in. Yeah. It's absolutely unbelievable. Unbelievable, yeah. And it's... I, I really do have to say big kudos to you. I'm really appreciative that you talk about this oh. as, as a male. I think it's so important that we hear from men um, in this conversation. I think in every political cause or societal movement, yeah. you need everyone on board and you need the intersectionality and the conversation to truly drive it forward yeah. in order to get anywhere. So I really appreciate you oh, no. talking about this and sharing your story because men, we, we need you out we there. Need we you need you in the there. conversation. Yeah, it is yeah. not. I've never seen a guy even share those posts. Like I, okay. Yeah. I've seen someone. I, I saw one guy that he would like reposted one of those, and I'm like, guys don't even post this stuff. Like, what the fuck? You get it right? Mm -hmm. It's it it makes no sense that we just um as guys that we should keep it. I think we should be out there, you know, even being more serious with this than even the women, you know, because it doesn't just affect the women; it affects us too. Yeah, and like if you love your partner, you love your or partner, if you're just yeah. even a decent fucking come human, come on, man, come on, man, bro, we're not. No one would love their partners to be slaves, you get right? And uh, that is what it's trying to turn out to that. I don't have a choice, man. It's like, bro, you have a choice. I ain't got no choice in this country. <laughs> it's like, you can go anywhere. I can. I have to stay here. And, and you know, as a partner, would you love that for your, for your spouse? Would you love your spouse not to have the same right that you have? Now, it has to be equal completely, right? Yeah. That's, that's what the whole, that's the beauty of life. Yeah. Because you look at your partner, you're like, there's no difference between her and me. We're all human and... Probably the only difference she got boobs and you know <laughs> stuff like that. Yeah, but, but we, have, we both have nipples, eh? We so, have both I mean, nipples, so yeah. So so it's like <laughs> it's 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 the same thing. And 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 there are houses where the female you know partner even makes more money than the male partner. You get it, right? Yeah. And now you're like, I make all the money and I still can't decide what I want to do in my life. If George and I got pregnant, we'd be fucked. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, not just you, man. Not just you. <laughs> I think any guy listening to this podcast will, will, will understand, man, like that. Yeah, like, we'll be fucked. So, um, so how can, now, like, what's the, what's the solution? Like, how can, um, what can we do as guys and women to make sure that this right, you know, of us is not taken away? Fight like hell. Fight like hell. And fight like your life depends on it because yeah. it honestly might. Yeah. And fight in whatever way that you can. If that means going to the streets, yeah. do that. If that means having those really tough conversations with your friends and your family yeah. and calling them out on bullshit logic, yeah. do that. If that means sharing your story, yeah. do that. If that means donating to Planned Parenthoods yeah, or yeah, local yeah, abortion clinics yeah. or local causes, do, do that, that. Yeah. but we all have, have to, to fight yeah. this cannot happen yeah. we can't be armchair activists, activists in this yeah just sitting down and and no 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 it's 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 
it has to be more and needs to be done i like how you said fat like your life depends on it <laughs> you said it like a, a motivation like fight it's like one of the spot those part of five like, fight like your life depends on it <laughs> fight like, because it does because it damn does. it <laughs> And then at the end, you said, because it does. I'm like, oh, Mary Louise, I'm not bothered. <laughs> what am I sitting next to? <laughs> I'm angry. I, I know, I know, I know. I feel you, man. I, I think, I think like, that is the thing. And I'm not going to tell you how to do it. Yeah. I'm just going to tell you to do it to do however it, you yeah, can. However you can, yeah, yeah. Like, I need to have more, more like, uh, bring more moms and people and have this conversation, like, you know, and, and spread the news out there. You know, guys, let us, you know. Let's do something. Women, you know, let's... It's like the Black Lives Matter movement, you get right? Yes. It was when everyone was like, you know what? Enough is enough. We want to protest for days. When white people started marching? Martin, yeah. That's when I feel like tides tight, tight, Yeah, so so this shouldn't be just guys. I mean, women. Mm-hmm. But guys also marching with women. Absolutely. Politically, like, you know, people that with high power, you get right? Because right now... I see women posting, but I, I don't even see every woman posting it. Mm-hmm. You get it, right? Mm-hmm. I don't even see the, the you know, the power, the, the, you know, the women that are, the wealthy ones, like you said, this only affects the people at the bottom. That's why I say I, I really, this is a class warfare issue. Yeah. This is not really a conservative liberal mm-mm, issue. Mm-mm, mm-mm. It's, it's not. And that impacts um, people with disabilities. Yeah. That impacts queer people that impacts yes. people in poverty and all of us need to come together to for all of our collective needs everyone for our black indigenous yep brothers and sisters for our queer brothers and sisters we all need to collectively push ourselves forward to ensure the empowerment of every single one of us Boom. and the equality for every single one of us and a threat to one of our demographics it's is a threat a, to, to all, all of them yeah. it is all connected Connected, yeah it is all connected because when i saw that post you know when it happened um last week and you know i I saw some women posting and then i didn't see some posts and i'm like are these women not affected by it or are this this is a different kind of woman (laughs) this are this like being a woman is there kinds and different level that oh this law don't affect me man or you know, I'm the one affected by this, like, and then I realized that, oh, man, even this, even here, too, like, some people don't, because, you know, and, and this is not about you, it's about being a woman in general, you might not need an abortion, okay, but that doesn't mean you shouldn't speak up, mm. mm-hmm. someone else might need it, yep, you might be with your partner, you guys might be ready to have a child, you guys might be ready to take on whatever the life throws at you, but someone else needs it. So it's more like, don't be selfish and think about yourself. Yeah. Think about your children, because they might make mistakes that you are not aware of. <laughs> your your daughters might go out there and have sex at and and get pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> well, sorry, go on. No, I, I for real, for real. Like you know, you think you think your life is good beautiful but you don't know about your children your son your daughters like you know they might go out there and mistakes make mistakes you know make mistake get someone pregnant and if this like if these things are not fought for right now our kids will struggle in the future with things like this 
and if you don't fight for this right now, then what is worth well, fighting what for? Is like worth fighting for? What yeah. what does amp you up? Yeah. Probably connected in some way. Yeah. So what what does get you out of your seat then? Because there's there's going to be a connection there somewhere. You know, yeah. if it's your kids or economic freedom, if it's um, career advancement, if it's equality for your demographic, any and all of that. You know, that's it's truly all connected and that's some people think I, I think the response to the leak is dramatic it's it's really not it's really not it yeah. was even good that it got leaked honestly <laughs> national hero to whoever leaked, to whoever that. leaked that you yeah, are the one like, the, like after all this is that i leaked it like, yeah bro, you did really MVP. we want to know we want to know because <laughs> <laughs> imagine not even knowing and then this shit just boom pops up and and like like fuck they just rule like it's it's crazy, man. Watch it have been some like twelve year old twat who just like didn't know what they were they doing. Like, Yo, <laughs> I know, I know, I know. It's just like you know the time of the you know the time we are in right now and the things that are still happening. You're like, I thought we were bigger than this, you know. I thought we were. I thought we were past this. I we were past this. Oh, you know what, Lucky? I the, something else that's like making the rounds on the internet right now is somebody pointing out that it is absolutely outrageous that grandmothers and mothers would have had more rights than their daughters and that's the first time that would ever have happened because mothers and grandmothers would have had access to safe and legal abortions yes yes oh oh my god that's sad that is outrageous that is fucked yeah that is fucked fucked is the word fucked like if we get if if as a generation we get to that point where grandmothers and mothers had more right than than their daughters we are fucked yeah that is like that's like going down that's like crashing. I mean, financially we could be booming, but it doesn't matter, man. We as you know, if if that can happen, then it's fucked up eh? because because um, even to us guys too, we wouldn't feel comfortable. Like, I wouldn't feel comfortable being in a relationship with someone that doesn't have rights. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. That's it, a great point. It's like you're a slave. Yeah. It, it literally moves to a point where you don't have a right. Like, you know, I just, you just do whatever I want or, you know, like that's how. And, you know, guys, like we shouldn't get to that point where it gets that we, our, our women, because if you love your woman, you want her to have the right, right? Like, you know, to be herself and express herself. Mm-hmm. If she can express herself, man, it really, really, really. And you'll always have the option to bail. Yes. You know? Yes. Obviously, you, you have, like, financial obligations. You don't have to be there, though. Yeah. There's no law stating for no, you no to be a good dad. No law stating for you to be a good dad. Yeah. I know. Isn't that crazy? Like, yeah. literally, you can bounce anytime. Mm-hmm. You have no... No one's going to even come... Nah, she... But what I was thinking about that earlier when you were sharing your story because of your experience with your own dad not being there and yeah. then to twice kind of stare down the barrel of, you know, I have this option in front of me if your partner didn't want to get an abortion and the, the situation that puts you in. My dad was really, was a good epitome of that, like this example, because he didn't just have one wife and like, okay, I'm done now. I had, okay, I had, I had five kids with this woman, right? Okay, I'm done. I'm just going to chill. No. He still went and had more wives. Mm. So he, before my mom, he had one, and then my mom, and then someone else, and then someone else, and just kept. Guess how many kids my dad had? I've never told you, right? No, I don't have. 
I don't know. I have no idea. Yeah. My dad has more than 15 kids. 15? Yeah. 15. Your dad could field a soccer team. Let me tell you. That's crazy. Let me tell you. Let me tell you. And, and, and this is... And this is minus the ones that have died. Wow. You get it, right? This is minus the ones that have died. So if any law should be out there, the law should be even restricting guys from having unwanted sex. <laughs> wow. Yeah. 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 So he had um five, you know, right now there are three. And then I have so many siblings that I don't even know my siblings. Yeah, I can imagine. Yeah. I have so many half brothers. I have so many, um, just from dying. Like I could count like maybe like six or seven siblings that have died. And this is all just due to like hard, hard time. Yeah. Not being able to feed your kids because it's not like after having your first child, there's protection from you for you to, you know, then there was no, plan b or anything you know yeah. just raw sex and this fool had sex there was no instagram that your body go on social media you know mm-hmm. so your body probably had sex you know so like hey i'm bored you want to have sex yeah let's go so easily had children easily it's like they had the first one they had the second one they're like oh god can you take a break and then you also have to feed the children there's no money sometimes it's like my mom lost a child doing Having the, hey, yeah, my my mom lost a child. What like in labor? She it was either one of them had to go because the baby was coming out of one way and she was in so much pain. She lost a child doing labor, and there were no medical. There was no medical stuff that could could improve, mm-hmm. like could help with safe delivery. You get yeah. right. So women were dying. Like where I'm from, women die. It's it's easy for for a woman to die during childbirth. I'm really appreciative that you brought this up because I, I just actually thought of it i i literally like it's like the more we have this conversation I'm, I'm starting to look back at my life and i'm like if these things were like there back then i guess my women would have had the choice to you know choose between should i keep this child or should i abort it mm-hmm. i think my dad would have used it you get it, right? If mm-hmm. if if abortion was easier, because you think he's you think he's grateful, like you, like if I said my dad and ask him, you you have more than fifteen kids, are you happy for it? I mean, he loves his children, but really, like no, I don't, man. I wish I could. Would have. You, would you have had? Would you have? <laughs> would you have? have would you yeah, have chosen fifteen? Would you kids? have chosen fifteen? No, man, I would have chosen one wife and one kid, or yeah. one wife and like a decent family. But you know, because there were no no rules and you know all these things were in, you know they couldn't have this access. He just kept on having kids and and you know so like let's not make the mistakes that I mean I, I don't know but it is it is something that is really powerful not just for me but you know how many back home families that have so many kids just because they just couldn't control it yeah because birth control is not readily available nah. or you have misinformation about misinformation it so about you, it, you don't yeah. so you don't take even it. take it yeah mm-hmm. yeah it's, it's i think that's the thing is it also feels like there's a lot of misinformation when it comes to reproductive health and yeah. sex yeah and that's why it's so important to give accurate information so that people can make those choices for themselves yeah you know and they, yeah. they constantly have choices and alternatives available to them yeah it's so important yeah because 
Man, like, I love all my siblings. I love all my brothers. Some of them I don't even know. Some of them I know. But, like, would I have want to have so many brothers? No, man. I, you know, it would have been nice to just have a small family. And that's because they didn't have that, you know, privilege to to get all these things. And now we're in a world where we have them. And they're taking them away. Like, it's like taking us back. Yeah. It's fucked up. It does feel super regressive. It and, is super regressive. And what's regressive. the point of it? What's the point of it? You are, you tr- you guys trying to make people poorer and poorer. It's like trying to make the poor get poorer and then the rich keeps getting richer. You know, it's fucked up. It's that wealth gap that keeps going. Yeah. You know, because if you have so many people, everyone's constantly in need of a job. Job, yeah. You can pay whatever you want. Y- yeah. You know? Yeah. You, yeah. you can you, pay you the can minimum. You can pay the minimum <laughs> and they will take it because yeah. they don't have a choice. Yeah. And a lot of times those situations happen when you're really young like you said you are quite literally a child you still are quite emotionally stunted you're not fully formed mentally you you are not in a place to raise a child yeah speaking of that my like the first guy that got an abortion for me now like i was not even 20 yet yes i was not even 20 yet i was not even 20 probably like 18 19 somewhere around there like you know 17 18 19 that was when this girl got pregnant and and she was i think she was she was older than me but but you know she she took care of it and i imagine by now i would have had a child and i'll be here until i don't know if i'll even be here because of my child because mm-hmm. you know i wouldn't be here because of my child yeah, yeah. easily easily even how many presidents that we know that you know life got easier for them because they had an abortion you get right so many of them a lot a lot like i wish we could just start looking you know bringing up these excuses like you know bringing up these numbers and and start talking about how many people that we know right now that you know this helped and then shout out to the ones that couldn't have an abortion too like for example justin bieber i think his mom went to baltimore so oh really yeah that's jokes yeah yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, I think I read about it. She she wanted to abort him, and but couldn't. And she, she she gave birth to him, and you know struggled with it, and and finally, you know, he made it. You know, the stories like that. So you know, the stories of you know both sides. But at the end of the day, the choice shouldn't be made for for you. For you, you should be able to make that choice. Absolutely. Yeah, I think that's the that's the that's the moral of the story. That the fact that this is a choice that wasn't already made for you the fuck why are we making choices for people (laughs) well it's kind of like um i was thinking about this last night it's kind of like college education because a college degree is basically a requirement now to have any sort of a job that provides you self-sustaining financial means yeah but because the cost to receive said education is so astronomically high high, yep it's not readily available Mm -mm. so if you don't already have the financial means then you're stuck in this cycle. Big cycle. Yeah. And so that's what I mean. Like, all of this really is connected. And that's why I think it's more of a class issue. And it's, it's not a political issue or a women's Women issue. issue. It's, yeah. it's a people's issue. People's issue. And that's why we, that's like, uh, those the rallies and stuff are really amazing. They're not scary places, I promise, if you haven't been or if you're scared to go. They really are amazing because it is people fighting side by side for each other for and with each other. Yeah. And so it's, it's, an absolute disgrace that we even have to have this conversation. conversation. I know. 
I know, I know, I know. I mean, it's not a disgrace that we're having it, but it's we need to it's have this conversation. But it's a disgrace that we get we get to that point where we're having this conversation. Like as a world, we're looking at this. This is this is really what this is what we're pro- this is the problem right now. Like mm-hmm. you know when we when we have bigger fish to fry. Like this is what we're really talking about. Yeah, we're back in like the 1970s right now we could be in 2022 but we're taking a pit stop yeah 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 it's like it's like a few weeks ago was this and then now this week is this like jesus christ and this shouldn't be something that you know we should be um having a conversation on but yeah so when is the next rally like um how what's the plan um like you know how can um yeah so like When's the next rally? Do you have an idea in Boston? So there were two this past week. There was one Tuesday and there was one Friday. Yeah. Um, because that was at the time of the, this recording, you at traveled. least that was yesterday. Yeah, yeah. So there's no news on the next one yet. Yeah. However, you can Google them. You can look them up on Instagram. Stay connected. Ask friends. They're always out there. Just do a little bit like set a two minute timer two minute on your phone. Yeah. Do a little bit of research. You're going to find it. If that's something that you're interested in, I wholeheartedly encourage you to do that to to stand and, and fight for it right. there's um uh, i'm going to butcher the person's name in the year of this study but there was a really famous researcher who researched social movements and the tipping point for um, movements that were successful versus not successful yeah. and he found that when active outdoor protests involved three percent of the population no matter the country no matter the cause yeah. it was successful okay so just three percent, not even. Be part of the three percent. Be part of the percent. It's that's not even too much to ask for. Nope. It's it's an hour of your time, even if you can only be there for thirty minutes. Thirty minutes, yeah. And you don't even have to carry anything. No. Just, people will carry stuff. Just go support. Just go, you know, seeing someone else there. You know, some of them are ready to run this race to the finish. You know, but just knowing that someone else is there makes them gives them that energy you understand right yeah and, I, and and as a guy that's the least you can do even if you don't want to go carry the you know the posters or whatever just being there and yeah. supporting these women I'm, as a matter of fact man i feel bad that i wasn't there like if you're a guy and, and you're not out there supporting your woman because imagine if your woman was there you get right would you just stay at home and let her and let her um go out there and fight for her right you fight for her we all fight for you know that's what we we're, we're all here for you know we fight for ourselves if this was something that it was a men's fight the women would definitely i know women will be there but just the guys thing guys are just <laughs> guys are just i don't know man but yeah we are we need to raise our voice and um speak up for this i i really like appreciate you for coming on the show and you know crushing this topic with me and sharing your story too you know yeah and i really appreciate you presenting even the opportunity to do so and to talk about it and to share your story too and to do it in association with mother's day is is really special i think because it it is a beautiful thing and it should be a choice choice yeah yeah to keep it beautiful keep keep it beautiful. beautiful yeah keep it beautiful and you know um and the timing was just right too mother's day week and you know everything just happens for a reason i guess it does yeah this was a good reason so, we have come to the end of today's episode. Great. Sad. I know. <laughs> <laughs> no. Happy but sad. I'm happy but sad. Okay, but we have to do another one. Yeah, we have for to sure. Do I, I need to get more females. I need to get more males. You know, I need to get mothers in too like that. And maybe like a group, a group one. 
Ooh, yeah, group one would be super fun. Group one. So maybe have like mothers and then, you know, maybe not non-mothers. And then we'll just have this conversation and, and see how it goes. Big time, yeah. yeah big I think time, that would yeah. be great to hear their perspective as well. Yes, yes, yes. Not just, you know, from us, but, you know, what would you have changed in as a mother if you had the opportunity? And you hear most mothers say, I wish I didn't, you know, have that. It would be good to have, you know, get their own point of view. Yeah, and yeah. people who had a different perspective as well yes i think it's important to share those ideas so, yeah to share those ideas yeah yeah so um if you listen to this podcast and you know you're a mother or you have a different perspective or different opinion on this please reach out to me and i would definitely have you on the podcast and we'll talk some more okay so till we meet again my friend have a great week happy mother's day and go out there and fucking fight for your woman's rights boom that's what I'm going to call this podcast. Fight for your woman's right. Fight for your woman's right. <laughs> Fight for your woman's right.